somewhat like the stable consisting of Brody King, Buddy Matthews, and Al- uh, Malachi Black. We're the House of Back with another episode All right. of What Are We Even Doing. Okay, I dig that. Very good. The I House of Back with another episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm your host. Sorry, shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm your host. Um, Damien Deschain, otherwise known as Braden Bend, otherwise known as the sixth person to step on a Lego in the computer room of my grandma's house. And I am your other host, Tom, a.k.a. Christian Rose, the last survivor of the filming of the Titanic. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. James Cameron actually died. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, guys. We go way back, Jim Cameron and I. Old Jimmy Cam. Jim Cam, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Invented a device for filming. We also called that the Jim Cam. (laughs) There comes Jim Cam with his Jim Cam. (laughs) Well, I feel like I shouldn't be laughing at these right now, but probably not. Uh, We're doing something something a little different today. We're returning to an old version of Breaking the Format. I I brought this up a little bit uh, earlier before we even started recording. I feel like I felt like we were overdue for a chat in store. We really were. We this this the third? This would be number 3. Yeah, okay. Yes. Look at me remembering things. <laughs> Doing great, guys. Everything um, is going well. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we were overdue for a chat in store, not only that, but also it's actually legitimately been a long time since we've actually talked to each other. <laughs> yeah, too. Uh, so I feel like this is going to be good. We can, you know, we're gonna chat. Bring some good conversation. We're going to bring some hot takes, some hot topics. Do I, have any hot t- I think I have a hot take. I don't know. Some hot topics. Some Hollisters. Some Pack Suns. Some Gadzooks. Some Claires. What are you on about? I started with hot topics, and now I'm just doing stores from malls. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, I was so confused. Let's get to something off the bat that always prompts a lot of discussion, fire, and now, vitriol. Now, wait a minute. We haven't done the freaking thing, dude. Oh. Oh, the thing? Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. We still... What the shit? Oh. What's that? You're not prepared. Oh no, dude. Have you failed the assignment? No, I, I, I understood the assignment, as it were. He didn't understand the assignment. He really didn't understand it at all. He had one job. It was exceedingly simple. Oh, fuck, here he comes. What? Uh, huh? What? What'd you say? I'll kill you. You bitch. Harsh. You bitch. Anyways, hey, we gotta do the thing. We gotta do the thing. Oh my god, we're not good today, dude. That's fine. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is episode 83. Yes. Dude. 83. Yeah. There's no punishment for messing up the opening bell. Hmm. We've gotten too far for that to be an issue it's now. It's a matter of pride. Like, honestly... It's just a matter of pride. As long as we both open our fucking can... By, by the way, opening bells usually have a ding, ding, ding. So, we're even missing one. Yeah. In theory, our opening bell wouldn't be that great for a show, because... Ding. Ding. 
Uh, <laughs> boo! Give me another! <laughs> Hit it again, nerd! <laughs> Hit it again, bitch! <laughs> you suck at ringing that bell! <laughs> hey, Pepitone! How come you can't ring that bell better? Uh, Brayden, what is the best salad dressing and what is the worst? Because I Dude, need you to act provoke like I eat the fucking salad. I know you don't. And I think that makes your take on this even better. I'm a ranch guy. Okay. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, of course it does. It's a... It, okay. okay. It's a... <laughs> No, dude. I know that we live in the Midwest and we put ranch on every goddamn thing that there is at this point, but like, no, no, it's still a salad dressing. To me, ranch is a sauce, dude. Uh, well, it's a sauce also for salad. <laughs> no, dude. Well, yeah, you also call, for you salad. You can call it salad sauce. <laughs> what kind I of sauce? That feels wrong, dude. You know, I'm going to start doing it at work. What kind of sauce do you want on your salad? <laughs> The best part is someone's going to, like, hear it and it's going to throw them off a bit. Uh, teriyaki. <laughs> teriyaki sauce on a salad. That's not going to be good. That's not going to be good. It's not going to be... Hey, no, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Is that the first uh, ever no, you don't? No, you don't. Uh, <laughs> I... Ranch is good. I can I can fuck with a good Italian on, on a salad. Blue cheese is illegal west of the Hudson River. We've established mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mullins French, specifically Mullins, mm. is excellent. It's actually very good on pizza. Sounds insane. You get a little thing of Mullins, you dunk your pizza in it, bite. Real good. Gives mm-hmm. you a, a salty sweet. <laughs> salty sweet. I love uh, it. Dude. I love it, Mago. Mago. Braden, yes. What are we chatting about here today? At the store? What are we chatting? We're chatting store. First of all, I want to tell you, I hate my fucking sister's school. I hate my sister's school. It's oddly specific, but all right. There's been a multitude of things that have pissed me off about it. I mean, the education is great. They give these children a really good education, but I fucking hate the school. Okay. okay. Um, I'm only going to get into one thing that happened the other day. So, Friday, um, my sister, I get my sister on the bus for school every morning. Okay. I, Friday, she's, she takes a bag, I'm like, what's this for? She's like, this is for, for me to bring all my stuff home, because it's the end of the school year. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Sure. Whatever, all that stuff goes by, they pick her up from school, it doesn't matter. Tuesday. My stepdad calls me. I'm on the couch upstairs sleeping because I I moved up to the couch in case my sister wakes up, you know, because I'm watching her because she's out of school, right? Sure. My stepdad calls me. Hey, did you get her to school? I'm like, what? Yeah, they have like a field day thing. I'm like, so you're telling me that you're going to have all the children bring all their stuff home on Friday, be off Monday. And still have a thing on Tuesday? What is a field day? I don't fucking know. Okay. Is she sister didn't say anything so to you about it? bullshit. But she didn't know I didn't know. So she didn't say anything. She's not watching the time. She doesn't know what day it is? She does, she's not watching the time. She's getting oh. ready for school. 
She doesn't know what time it is. Oh, okay. For, for us to go out there. Okay, sorry. I I I was under the impression she's done nothing. Oh no. Okay, okay. So I I took her to school, but I'm like, how fucking stupid is that? <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. Like, anyway, I thought I thought that would be an entertaining thing to bring up. Um, Remember my sched- my schedule, my school used to schedule shit that I also thought was stupid, where they would have stuff like. Basically, especially if, like, for seniors, you would get to a certain point in the year and know that your grades were good enough that you were going to graduate. Yeah. So if you were, I don't know, not one of those fucking pathetic people that wanted to be, like, valedictorian or something, um, a lot of kids would just check out. I love it. Like, they would legit, like, the last... I knew I knew people in my school that literally were asking teachers... What does my grade point have to be at this point in time to graduate? As in, if I do nothing after this. And they'd figure it out, that was it. Like, once they got that last, like, whatever grade, they'd be like, oh, for the next three weeks, even if I don't show up, I still graduate. That was all people cared about. That's insane to me. And they would just fuck off. I love that. Yeah. So, um... I checked out big time my senior year. I did just as well as I needed to do in the classes I needed to pass. Mm-hmm. I excelled in choir, but that's because I liked it. Sure. But also, why am I getting graded for choir? What? Mm-hmm. Um, all you had to do is show up. Oh, man. You'd literally be a terrible singer and get an A in choir. <laughs> anyway, um, and then um, I had an Algebra 3 class. I don't remember why I took it, but it wasn't required. And I remember I I checked out so hard in that class. Not, not only, so we had our, our math wing got remodeled mm-hmm. in the middle of our year. So we moved up to the new rooms, and they had, like, whiteboards that you could slot in between people that you're sitting next to. Okay. So you could have a whiteboard to work on, like, if you're doing, like, a whiteboard, like, exercise or whatever in class or whatever, sure. where you write your answer on the whiteboard. Or you have a divider for tests. We would put the whiteboard divider in the thing... The other three people in my uh, group were some of my best friends, mm. and they all did their work, and I didn't. So that's that's great. So that's why we got away with this mostly because they did their stuff, right? And the teacher had given up on me, frankly. <laughs> um, but we would slot the whiteboard in and play blind Pictionary. We'd have to draw all like, okay. from, from around the just during math class. That's cool. I had to get a 243% on the final in order to pass the class at the oh end Oh, my it. God. Anyway, I just, I just give it up. Uh, let me think. I, I got a couple of fun school things here. So, I was lied to slash led to believe early on that in order to go to college, you had to have two years of a foreign language in high school. Mm. This is what I was told. Now, this is not based on anything. This is just what I was told. Well, my fucking school only offered Spanish. That was it. There was no other, you know, I come from a tiny, 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 tiny fucking school. Yeah. I had no desire to learn Spanish. None. I just didn't want to fucking do it. Yeah. But I thought, you know what? I will fucking do what I can here. So the first year that I had Spanish, the gentleman that was our Spanish teacher was some dude probably in his early to mid-30s, and he wasn't a good teacher. Like, Flat out, like I'm not even saying that. Taking okay. my taking my own attitude and whatnot out of the equation, 
he was not a good teacher, and here's why. Uh, I wasn't super organized. I would just have all my stuff like crammed into a trapper keeper or something that Big was just time. exploding with you know bullshit. Big time. Um, so what happened was uh, we'd been given homework. I can't remember exactly how this worked, but it was basically just something like you just write down on notebook paper in Spanish, right? Yeah. And I had turned it in and gotten a grade on it. I don't remember what that grade was. Doesn't fucking matter for the purpose of the story, but this this is insane that this happened. Uh, I come into school. The guy asked for our homework assignment. It's like, oh, fuck, you know, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I grabbed, in all sincerity, grabbed the wrong paper. Okay. I grabbed a piece of paper that already had Spanish stuff that I had written on it and had a grade at the top in a red pen or marker, right? And I turned yeah. it in, and I yeah. didn't even realize it. I had no fucking idea. This was the last year... Uh, I don't know how your school did schedules, but this was the last year that my school had a traditional schedule where it was like eight classes in a day. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we went to what was called a block scheduling where it was four classes in a day that alternated, Yeah, you know, whatever, which... I loved, but uh, so this guy's doing these forty-minute Spanish classes for junior high and high school kids throughout the day. So he's got to be just mentally fried, right? Well, I accidentally turned in an already complete yeah, yeah. homework assignment. <laughs> Braden, I came to class the next day and he gave it back and it had another grade on it. <laughs> Was it a different one? Yes, and a better one. And I looked at it, and I was like, okay, that <laughs> that doesn't make any sense on any level. Guys, I've broken him. How do you... <laughs> I don't know. I straight up think that he was just scribbling, <laughs> just arbitrarily writing shit on... On our assignments. Oh my god, no. So I was like, oh my god, I don't know anything this guy's teaching us. I don't know this bullshit language. None of this is fucking sticking. So I just conned my way through like the first half of the year. Maybe three quarters. And then that guy got fired midway through the school year. Which I don't think hardly ever happens to teachers. They usually wait until... You know, like, the year is over or something. Yeah. But he basically got fired for, like, gross negligence. Um, But my grade was high enough at that point that I coasted on that failing afterwards and passed that first year with a hot D. Uh, Coasted on the failing. Yeah. I like it. My second year... That's what I would have done. My second year of Spanish was probably some of the, like, worst behavior I had in high school. And I... Yeah. I hated that teacher so bad, that new one that I had. Uh, she was uh, German. Mm. like, And I'm talking like straight off the boat. So she had a heavy... Here, yep, yep. Now, wait a minute. Yep. Okay. She had a heavy German accent. Did not speak English very well. And was teaching us Spanish. How does that happen? I, Dude, you, you I... Can't s- have those, I, you cannot have those circumstances. Brother, I swear to you, I thought I was in the middle of like some bullshit prank show because I would be sitting in class being like, am I the only one who hears what's going on right now? Like, is anyone else going to say anything? This is fucked. And everyone else was like, that's not a big deal. Like, I'm learning it. And it's like, how? Am I that fucking stupid? Like, it sounds impossible. I, yeah. So I, I, dude, I, 
fought and scraped and conned my way into a D on that one. Holy shit. And then come to find out when I actually went to college, they were like, oh, yeah, you don't need that those foreign language credits at all. Don't know why they told you that. I was like, God damn it. How annoying. How annoying was that? You know what I think the meanest thing I ever did when I was a kid was? Uh, was to said Spanish teacher because, like, we just... I, I just couldn't, right? I, I'm the asshole here. I'm not defending okay, this, right? Okay, okay, She okay. was a bitch, but I was awful uh, at yeah, this yeah, point. Yeah, 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 uh, <laughs> God damn it. I'm, I'm not proud of this. I threw her car keys in the trash. Jesus. <laughs> she lived like an hour away. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was... Anyways. It's pretty fucking funny, though. It is, honestly, because it was just one of those, like, <laughs> off the desk and yeah. gone. Yeah. What um, else we got to talk about? More insanity on Hondas is my my note here, because you talked to me earlier about, because we talked on the show, the Honda three-wheeler collector. Yeah. You said it got more insane. It does. It was already pretty fucking insane. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, so I was curious, and I was like, I wonder if this guy has videos on the ones that I had when I was a kid. Multiple. Hmm. 40 minutes apiece. But what? I'm actually, like, learning a lot about these obscure things just that I loved when I was a child. And now, I really want to buy another one. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Me, on a three-wheeler, that drunk as shit. That happen. What, what could possibly go wrong? If we get a, if we get a three-wheeler. Yeah. If we. What? Sure. TDC is what I was talking about. Yep. Berta can't be on it. No, 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 no. He he will perish. Um, yeah. Uh, I was like, yeah, I remember what mine was. So I looked it up and I was like, oh, fuck. The guy actually taught me, like, through these videos, what year this three-wheeler had, three-wheeler that I had when I was a kid was. I was like, huh. And I was like, here's all the differences, blah, blah, blah. And there's a lot of weird shit with Honda where I was like, you're huge company, a multi-billion dollar company. Why did you make such bad decisions? <laughs> Why did you do such stupid things? Like, I don't know. It's just weird and fascinating. But it's also shit that, like, just doesn't happen now. Yeah. But I think it's just because not just Honda, but, like, companies in general have refined and fine-tuned shit. Yeah. Like, Honda would put out four models of three-wheeler in the same year that were Almost identical, but not quite. And now it's like, why would you ever do that? Mm. You're just cannibalizing your own business and making things harder <laughs> for yourself. It's like, stupid. Uh, let's see. Oh, I flipped my... I Speaking of insanity on Hondas, I flipped my four-wheeler recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucked up while loading it. Came down off of uh, the back of my truck, onto the ground. Four-wheeler landed on top of me. And you bench pressed it off. Basically, yes. I am all that is man. <laughs> all uh, that is man. <laughs> yeah. Just embarrassing more than anything. Frightening more than anything. Didn't hurt me. Uh, didn't hurt the four-wheeler. Yeah. Had a scrape on my back that has since then healed up. That's it. Bosch. 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 Bosch? How would you spell that? B-O-U-S-H. Uh, I wanted to go riding this weekend... I'm not going to be able to, because I have to fucking work on Friday now. Why? Uh, one of our other guys is out of town for vacation. Well, kill him. Okay. Um, will do. <laughs> and then Saturday I have a booking, so 
Not gonna have time. But it's all good. It's plenty of time in the future. Future. <sighs> are we ready to move on? Yeah. I have some topics here that are leading Bring. the conversation, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, please. Um. So I wanted to talk that how what a beautiful segue there because I was about to talk about this my pen my mm. beautiful wonderful pen yes um it's not really a pen I don't care it's just a an apparatus yes yes that's irregardless so I've noticed a downside I I knew that I know there's downsides there's always ups and downs to everything sure I've noticed a downside rearing its ugly head. What's that? I talked a little bit about this with Meg earlier, and so I'm not quite sure what exactly it is, but it seems like whenever I'm not on my pen, mm-hmm. my fuse is real short. I know I have anger issues. I know I always have. Yeah. It seems to have gotten shorter, but then I also can't tell if it's just because I... If if the fuse seems shorter, do you think it's if you're using the pen more, you have more time with a longer fuse? Does that make sense? And then when you're just straight and sober, it's more amplified. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I don't really do it that often. It's only night times. Only with people. Well, night time would be, in theory, half the time of your life. Alright, alright. And with people would be mm, probably most of the time of your life. Listen, ass. (laughs) (laughs) And then night time and time with people would be three quarters of the time of your life. So if... The greatest mathematician of my Most life. Most of my died. night is spent sleeping. The greatest mathematician of my life, Scott Steiner, has taught me anything. I have a thirty-three and a third chance. No, you of have me. you have a hundred and forty-four and two-thirds chance of being high. Okay, fine, <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, okay, I'm not picking on you. Uh, I do think that stuff like that's interesting though, because like, like I, because and it's it's mostly because it's at work, right? I don't want to ever do that before work. Sure. Or before wrestling. And on those days, during those times, like during setup and during work times, mm-hmm. it seems to just like little things fucking get to me. <laughs> and I can't tell though. I mean, I don't I don't, ha- I don't have a problem with somebody like partaking though, especially like if it helps you with something like my th- I know the thing I, that I just I can't. I don't want. I'll tell you this. Uh, morally, like, er, morally. Um, <laughs> every so often, this loose concept of me having an addictive personality gets brought up. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's only a loose concept. It's yeah. So I know I talked about it on the show before, but like those uh, gummies that I got in yeah. Missouri, right? Mm-hmm. The here's the thing, though. First time that I had one, it was like, okay, I'm at home. Everything's done. I'm just going to chill out. Had one and was like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, I have such a low tolerance or whatever, right? It's like, god damn. That was not that long ago. Like, month and a half-ish, give or take. I'm now at the point where it's like, I can do two of these at once and I'm fine. 
oof de. You know what I mean? That's a like, steep decline. Yeah, Not, and well, incline. If you, if you, either way, look, yeah. yeah. But it's a thing where I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, is that part of me? Is like, I wonder if that's why I had never smoked at all until I was thirty. Yeah. I, I remember very clearly the first time I ever did. I was thirty years old. So it's a thing where it's like, okay, is there some part of me that knew, hey man, you're gonna get acclimated to, in essence, anything that you indulge in. And very quickly, it's going to just become another another thing, another vice, another whatever. Is there part of my brain that was, like, stopping me at that point? Or was it just, you know, the culture of which I grew up... Like, in, you, we've talked about it here yeah. before. Like, in the, well, yeah, ni- yeah. in the 90s, weed was like, you will die and go to prison in that order, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Like, if you get caught, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. people are like, "Oh fuck, no, this is that's insane," you know? Like, in you, you can order. buy it anywhere. Like, yeah, there's two shops within a building of each other in Peru right now where you can go get anything, mm-hmm. and that's one town. That's not counting the actual dispensary in the other town. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know, like. Even, like, I know we're having some natter days here tonight and everything, and that's great, but, like, there's times where I'll be like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to take it easy tonight. And then by the end of the evening, I'll look and have just a pyramid of cans. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I don't know that I needed that. Yeah. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm at home. I'm totally safe. I'm just going to go to bed now. It's not that bad. And then the next day, I'm like, is it? You know, yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's. I like to think I'm at least safe with my demons. I mean, I think you are. Well, I mean, like, I don't. I don't think that like the guys that. I don't feel like we would joke about it if we. If, sure. If it was like a an actual thing. problem. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like I, I, I work at a restaurant. If you buy another car, it might be a problem. That, but might in time happen. Uh, <laughs> Dude, no, I, I have other projects I gotta get done first. But, like, I mean, I work at a restaurant that has a bar in it. Mm-hmm. I, I see people that have problems. Oh, yeah. Fairly regularly. You're not sitting... Yeah, you're not sitting at the bar pounding them. And, dude, some of those guys, like... The the amount of people that come in there and you can tell, like, okay, that guy does not have a grip on his shit. And it's immediate. Before they've even had a drink. There's a, I sat down to have a beer last week after a shift... And I'm just sitting there waiting to get my cash before I leave, and I'm having a beer. That's it. I'm not yeah. talking to anybody. I'm dicking around on my phone. I'm just right now the couple minutes, right? Yeah. Dude walks in, sits down, and goes, yeah, I had a carryout order. Service like, okay, cool, I'll go get that for you, and leaves. And he, as soon as she turns around to go get the the food that he's waiting on, he just goes, well, I wanted a shot and a beer first, and was, like, salty about it. And I'm like, okay, man. And he's like, well, I think she should ask, and I was like, "I, I don't know, man. Like you, you said you had an order. I don't think, I don't think that she went mis- and got it. Yeah. And also, like, you're gonna have a shot and a beer before you drive. Like, I, I don't know. To me, I was just kind of like, you don't really have a reason to be shitty right now, man. Like." Girl is just doing her job. I don't know what you want. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, that was that's not justified. 
No, I, I don't think so either. And like shit like that happens all the time. I was talking about this uh, earlier today, by the way. Here's. Do you have something else? Because I may go on a tirade here. I want to know your thoughts on this. Uh, I have, I mean, I have some other things, but we have time to fill. So go ahead. So, I truly do think that part of what wrestling training should be now is teaching people social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm great at it because I'm not. But I think that people, the biggest thing that people need to understand is that if you're going to be a professional wrestler, you got to have social media to some degree. you got to advertise yeah. and promote yourself, your shows, this, that, and the other. you got to make yourself valuable to promoters, right? You are going to get hated on by people online. Yeah. The more And the more success you achieve, the more you're going to fucking get. Now, is that cool? Absolutely not. Is it fair and warranted? More often than not, nope. John, John Cena, right? Yeah, big time. Big time. Like, constantly get shit on by people, saying terrible things. All Roman, all these other fucking guys that are immensely successful, right? Cody, yeah. you know, whatever. Hey, man, you either have to not participate in that, or you have to accept that that's what that reality brings with it. Yeah. And there are a lot of people that can't deal with it and whatnot, so they bounce out. That's I get I understand that. The thing that I don't get is some people I think are too thin skinned for pro wrestling. Okay. And I think those people need to work in the service industry for even a short amount of time. Okay. I see girls at my job that are servers and bartenders and they deal with some of the worst behavior that I have ever ever seen from a human being in my life from adults and sometimes kids too okay yeah and some of them deal with it appropriately and some of them don't but more often than not they're fine and they come back to work the next day and that's like in person real life shit it's not just something that you can you can't block that person yeah you know what I mean and Again, I'm not saying this to defend, you know, internet trolls or anything like that. I'm just saying that your reaction to it sometimes is merited and sometimes I think it's blown out of proportion, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. There's just a lot of that shit going around lately. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Social media is a huge part of the world at this point. And that fucking depresses me. A little bit, yeah. I Honestly, I think that it, like, decreases people's social skills. Yeah. And I think part of it is because you have the ability and the option to just bounce out when you want with, you know, whatever. But on the flip side of that... You, like, can, you can look at a notification... Uh, you could text me right now, mm-hmm. and I could decide, no, I'm not going to look at that. And they'll never fucking know you didn't. Right. But if I were to walk up to you and be like, Hey! <laughs> and you just didn't respond, I would be like, uh... Hey, ass! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, you, you know, and it's a... But I think that it, it hurts people's social skills because they don't know how to deal with confrontation, but they also just don't know how to deal with people. Like, yeah. My yeah. chair is creaking so badly. Uh, Brayden's coming to you from the... 
ship of, or I'm sorry, the deck of the Black Pearl. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's just trash. It's trash. I, I think trash. the idea of like just giving, like if you, if you give people a platform where they can say or do anything with no repercussions, no reprisals, and complete anonymity, you're not going to get good stuff. Like you're not going to get positive things. You're not going to get re-encouragement or uh, reinforcement is you know what I'm looking for. Like imagine somebody running up to you in Menards and they're wearing like a head to toe like a green man suit or something and they just scream, "Hey, fuck you!" and then run away. You have no idea who that is. Now, granted, that is objectively funny. It is really fucking funny. <laughs> but you have no idea who it is. You can't. Yeah. You know what do you? Tell the cops, like, yeah, was someone in an amorphous blob suit or something? Like, and that's what that goddamn internet lets folks do. Yeah. Let's get funny. Sure. Or at least interesting, rather. I'll tr- I'm straight right. up just going on, going on, uh, down the list. Gear talk. We were talking a little bit earlier, and I said we wanted to save this for this because yes. we had the, the plan to do this. Let's talk gear, because you said something that intrigued me. You said you you don't quite like super intricate gear. Normally, right? I don't. Yeah, there's okay. there's a few people that have good stuff that pull it off. Alex Shelley's always at my top of the list for like busy gear that okay. I think looks great. But typically, for me personally, I like a good simple gear. I like nice. I just like typically more simple. Hmm. Interesting. What, what do you think about Asuka's gear? Because it's quite busy there. It is, but it's also a thing where it's like... It's weird because it's just a lot of stripes and collars. It, to me, it's not a lot of like... When I say busy, I think I mean like super intricate designs. Like $10,000 out the door at Dan Flash's? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to finance it at yeah, Dan Flash's? Yeah. Like, okay... Um... Do you remember when Edge had that run of gear where it was like a stripe on one side going up the leg with the star and the R logo, I think, on the back? I want to say like Mania 27, orange and black and white, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) That was always, for me, like, fine because there was a lot of, like, just big solid collars in it, but still had some designs and shit. Um, Jericho's gear that said save... Uh, save us, and then when he turned heel, it said "Save me." I was like that, but that was also just very simple stuff. Yeah, like it, the colors were great, the material was great. It just wasn't overly complicated. So you don't like when the colors cross, <laughs> such as and the lines cross. It gets too confusing for me, and the design is so crazy that it's. <laughs> You see a bunch of people that look just like you fighting over it, and you go inside. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Have I exhausted the I think you should leave reference for this? Nah. I was just wondering what your take was on that gear. That's all I wanted. Anyway, um, so I had this thought earlier when we were watching the AEW. Mm-hmm. Give me your everyone would die match. For example, for a while, mine was Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy. Right. And then we saw it, and, and everyone, everyone died. died. Yep. 
What's your everyone would die dream match? That is an excellent opinion. Or excellent opinion. Excellent <laughs> question. Um Brian Danielson mm-hmm. versus I gotta think of the right opponent here. The crazy thing is, though, with him, there's so many of them that I could say that have already happened, but I want to say that person in 2022. Oh, there's no parameters here. You can go. Okay. You can pick, cherry pick. I have two for Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson versus Hammerstone. Okay. <laughs> Brian Danielson versus 2022 Davey Richards. Okay. Past that, John Moxley. Like- Versus Derek Neal. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Past that. <laughs> Hang on. Is it everybody dies or one person dies? I mean, give me a one person dies match. Wardlow versus Anakin Murphy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wardlow's dead. <laughs> that poor sap. Uh,. Um, I would love to see Bobby Lashley and Lance Archer. Lance Archer and Brock Lesnar. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. Lance Archer. Now Lance Archer versus O2 Lesnar. Yeah. Um... Okay, this might be a good one. Miro and Roman. Not Rusev and Roman. Miro and Roman. Yeah. Um there's a lot of good there's a lot of good ones. You could yeah, there's a lot of fun. I like the idea of everyone dying. Alright, here's one. That sounded really dark and I didn't mean it that way. But say you get a book you a tag match, right? Yeah. You can do only current guys or teams, but companies be damned, right? Where do you go? Where do you book? Best G- friends. Give me give me a one or one one or three. Best friends versus besties in the world. Good pick. Okay. You on team of Trent and Chuck on that? Mm-hmm. Okay. My first pick is to go Bucks and Usos. Mm-hmm. Boosos, if you will. Boo sucks. Boo sucks. <laughs> Boo sucks. Um, past that, I'm gonna count them as an actual team. RK Bro versus FTR. Mm. FTR K Bro. FTR versus Red Dragon. Has that happened? Oh yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, it was very, very good. I'd imagine. I just wanted to. I, I, I'd imagine it happened. Um, uh, I also think Street Profits don't get enough credit for being an actual good tag team. They're just booked unbelievably badly all the time. Those two versus Jurassic Express mm. would be very fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you say current guys or current teams... You mean like if all three members of a team or faction rather 
that I might have in mind are still wrestling, but they're not in a team. Does sure. Does that still count? Yeah. Because if so... Wait, no, that... Never mind. It would be impossible. What? Because I was about to... I was just about to say Black Bull Combat Club versus The Shield. That can't happen. Because one's one in both teams? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very funny, though. But uh, imagine that for a second in uh, a fantasy where we could have two people. <laughs> so I've got something that is, might be kind of fun worth talking about. So okay. me and Meg watched this new Chippendales movie that is on okay. Disney Plus, right? Okay. I had only heard good things. Nobody had said anything bad about it. I was like, I loved that cartoon when I was a kid. All right, cool. I watched the trailer yeah. for it. It seemed like a very spiritual sequel, so to speak, to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, tunes, cartoons and humans interacting and, you know, whatever. I love Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That movie fucking rules. We watched this um, Chip and Dale thing last night. I go to pull up, She's, and I was like, oh shit, it's only an hour and a half. She goes, oh, perfect. It's so fucking good. It's uh, so yeah. fucking funny. Uh, it's one of those ones where I'm like, oh, this is... 90% fan service because it's so many like references and like yeah. nostalgia, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know, whatever. Uh, Ugly Sonic being a character in it <laughs> and voiced by Tim Robinson of I Think You Should Leave, by the way. So good. Dude, there's legit, he legit, like, at some point says something like, Well, once people saw my human teeth, they decided I wasn't fit for a movie. And he's saying this to. Dale and it like zooms in on Dale's face and it gets real quiet and slow and he's just like yeah and you see that he's just focusing on his teeth and it's like yeah anyways and they also they just call him Ugly Sonic that's just his name mm-hmm. um, there's some really good jokes in it but one of the ones that absolutely fucking floored me was uh, Peter Pan is in this but he's aged for whatever reason I th- they explain I just can't quite remember but that was the whole thing. It looks like he's the boy who can't grow up, right? He's Peter Pan. And uh, <laughs> at one point, he bumps into one of the Lost Boys from the Peter Pan movie. And the guy's like, oh, Peter, it's great to see you. And, like, Peter's got, like, a beer belly and, like, a 5 o'clock show. He looks like a 45-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but still dresses Peter Pan. But the dude's like, oh, Peter, it's great to see you. You've, uh, you've aged. And he just goes... Yeah, kid, death comes for us all. <laughs> Jesus. I, I was, could not stop laughing. It was fucking great. Everyone cries in front of God. Basically, yeah. Um, they also did a thing that I was like, this is so funny, but it's so, like, tongue-in-cheek type of funny, where so one of the characters makes a really bad joke about Chippendale, and it's something like, I didn't think you guys... Oh, you guys don't just eat nuts. You are nuts. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, something unbelievably hooky like that. But they're doing the, the sitcom. <laughs> and it just keeps going. And the, one of the characters yeah. goes, I don't know. It's not even that funny. It's not a good joke. And one of the uh, uh, cartoons just goes, Yeah, that's how this works. The worse the joke is, the longer the laugh goes. <laughs> I love it, Michael. Mm. So you have any other... 
you have anything to talk about? Because I brought you, up all the conversations so far. If you got to if have you, you if you got to have a specific type of gimmick match. Hmm. Now here's the thing. I'm gonna say it's with somebody that you currently might work with, like realistically speaking, right? So somebody on a roster at a at a place where you work. So you know what I mean? But you can have any gimmick match you want to have. What do you pick? And who with? Yeah. What do I, what do I pick and who with? Yes. What do I pick and who with? Damn, that's a good question. Um, I think I have two. Okay, please go. Let me think. I'm going to go myself versus Hartenbauer, Punjabi Prison. <laughs> oh my. Okay, so we're going there with it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My second one. <laughs> I'm going to go myself. I'm going to say Steve Manders. I'm going to say Tyler Priegel. I'm going to say Moonshine Mantel. Plus me, so that's four. And an Ultimate X. Hoss X. Okay. <laughs> Ultimate Haas. Okay. I'm going to go me. I'm going to go you. I'm going to go Connor. I'm going to go Berna. Versus Bailey. Ty. Shane. And Matt Cage and a tough man challenge. God damn it. That would be the dream one. Have we talked about the tough man challenge on this show? I think we have. Okay. I think we have. Maybe the most insane gimmick match I've ever seen. <sighs> I would love to do one. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. someday. But that would be that's my number that's my number. Oh one man, one. you know what I got? What? <laughs> Me? Okay. Anakin Murphy. Lieutenant Dan Gus. Okay. Hang on. Okay. And Chuck Taylor. In a Monsters Ball match. Oh my god. But we were god. all legitimately kept in sensory deprivation tanks for 24 hours. So, it, so it's a shoot this time. <laughs> oh man. Jesus, dude. Okay, so me versus 12 gauge in a loser dies match. <laughs> I would do you versus 12 gauge in a loser dies match. We both pick that? Oh, shit. Uh, let me think. I would do. Davey Vega mm-hmm. versus GT Vega versus Vincent Vega versus JTG Selena Vega versus Vega from Street Fighter for the rights to Vega. <laughs> How did you have 
so many Vegas, dude. Versus Savio Vega. By the way, I would have Davey Vega win that match. Yeah. Yeah. If I was booking it. Savio Vega. Zelina Vega. GT Vega. Davey Vega. Vincent Vega. The fictional character John Travolta played from uh, Pulp Fiction. And Vega from Street Fighter. Yes. All for the rights to Vega. In a Money in the Bank match where the briefcase contains the word Vega. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but then the swerve... It just has the... But the swerve the... is that Davy Vega pulls it down and opens it, but it says vegetable inside, <laughs> and he's like, oh no, I'm Davy Vegetable. <laughs> that would be some shit WWE would do. Honestly, yeah, I can't believe it hasn't happened yet. I can't stand their current product. It's really upsetting. I said I said on one of the earlier episodes that we did today... Mm. Um, it's like a, you tune into the pay-per-views in a vacuum. Yeah. For me, maybe maybe quarterly. But yeah. only like if I want to wa- if I feel like watching Survivor Series. Like I truly do want to talk to people that are still like hardcore fans of it and just be like, "Hey man, I'm not trolling you and anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want you to tell me why do you like this?" Because I, I think that there's a good number of people that are just like, that's what wrestling is. They're just trained to think, that's it. I got a question for you. Can we get any mail? Oh my god, dude, we have a freaking email. I, I would have totally forgotten. I want you to read these because you're better at reading than I am. But okay. we have four things up Oh, here. all right, sweet. We have four things and there's your deal. All right. Go in any order you want. Alright, so... I've not looked at these, by the way. I've purposefully not looked at our email the whole time. Our first question comes to us from someone I'm just going to probably say is a hussy named Meg. Uh, <laughs> she asks, Do you feel the Fed's brand split was ever handled correctly at any point? Meg, from the living room. Um... Mm. I, I think that, for the most part, very briefly, when they very first did it back in 02, 03, whatever year that was, mm-hmm. there was a few things that I was kind of like, wait, what? But I think that they kind of got it right there for a little while. See, I can't speak on that version of it. I can only speak on the rebirth of it. Right. They didn't get that right. <laughs> uh, I, honestly, at Almost all. Ever. Immediately. Um, I'll trust you on that. Like, everything I've seen from, like, 0203, where, like, they're doing... They're really hammering home. This is a SmackDown pay-per-view. This is a right. Raw pay-per-view. This is a dope... I like that. Yeah. Like, uh, there was an awkward couple of months when they first did the split before they did the brand exclusive pay-per-views, though, and that was really fucking weird because it was almost like they were alternating between who was in the main event and who wasn't. So, like, the if the main event was, like, the SmackDown title, the Raw main event would be, like, a six-man tag with, like, Triple H and Evolution or something. Weird. Uh, yeah, it just wasn't great. It, it didn't work for me until they started doing the brand exclusive pay-per-views. And I like the solid. brand exclusive. Oh, I did too. Yeah, and but, I like. 
God, because that makes the brand feel like it matters more. You dedicate a pay-per-view to one brand? Well, like, in theory, you'd have two months or so in between, which is a lot of time to build towards one. Which makes it seem like less than... Like, because we like how AEW does the quarterly stuff. Sure. Because it's like you have that time to build shit, and it makes shit matter more. That's kind of like what they had there with the brand split there. The, yeah. When they did the brand exclusive pay-per-views, you have two months to build. It makes everything feel twice as good. Because in theory, it would be a Raw pay-per-view this month, SmackDown pay-per-view next month, one of your big quarterly pay-per-views, like your your, yeah. your Rumble, your Mania, your SummerSlam, your Survivor Series. Yeah. All right. Another SmackDown, another Raw, another big quarterly. You know, like, I love that. We Like, I think we've talked a lot about uh, what the potential was for it, and it could have just been fantastic if they would have just stuck with it. Honestly. And they just didn't. They just abandoned everything so quickly. And it's like, man, like, the idea of the Rumble is 15 guys from each brand. There's something to that. They did that at least once, maybe twice. Uh the idea of having one match at Mania that's just, this guy challenges this guy. Okay, they did that at least once that I can remember and made it a thing. Yeah. It was a, a Batista Numaga. Hmm. Uh, nothing at SummerSlam other than just your own individual pay-per-views. And God damn it, if you have to do this fucking t-shirt war at Survivor Series, <laughs> then fine. Fuck Survivor Series. God, uh, we hate Survivor Series here. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Next one coming to us from JMac. You can follow him on Twitter at Justin Isn't Funny. He says, "How come you guys always talk about I think you should leave, but never de- Detroiters? Love you, miss you, shut up." I've never seen the Detroiters. Me neither. To be frank, yeah, um, I've always heard good things. Yeah. So that's why. That's why. Yeah, honestly. I haven't seen it. It's mostly why. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Oh my god. What? Uh, our first international fan here. Okay. Our next email comes to us from Peter MacArthur. He says, Hello from all the way in the United Kingdom. Jesus. Holy shit. Uh, we gotta start being more responsible. We're actually, like, reaching people. Anyways. Oh no. He says, I have a question which is as follows. Uh, Christian Rose, you came to the UK a while back. I'm wondering how that came about and how you found it. Also, Damien Deschain, would you also like to wrestle in the UK at some point in the future? Keep up the good work on the podcast and take care. Uh, I'll let you answer your question first. I would love to work in the UK at some point. That'd be kind of dope. I love Brit Rest stuff. I steal from it sometimes. I would love to. I would love to. Yeah. Short answer, I would love to. Yeah. Uh, for me, how that came about, um, a friend of mine from back in the day named Stevie Fierce got in contact with a promotion from the UK called Mega Slam, mm. and I, this would have been, I, I went in 2017, um, so I was still traveling pretty aggressively at that point, um, and he asked me, he's like, hey man, do you want to go to England? And I was like, of course. So, I basically initially did all my business with the place through Stevie. Um, Went, was there for somewhere around two, two and a half weeks. Had a great time. Uh, The first 
like when I first got there, like it's a weird thing because like keep in mind I'd never been out of the country. Yeah. So you know, there's a bit of a culture shock or whatever, and I was scared, like because I was like, "Fuck, I'm out." You know, I'm just out in the breeze, yeah. right? It's just me and Stevie. We have no idea. Well, we got to the airport, and I'm leaning on Stevie for a lot of things. Well, Stevie couldn't contact the promoter. And ultimately what came, what it turned out being was the town that they were running shows in that day when we landed just didn't have good cell service. And was that it? Simple. Wow. Well, we were in this airport with no one to, you know, contact for five hours maybe. So Jesus. I'm like freaking out. I'm like calling a Meg. I'm like, I'll change my fucking flight. I'll come home right goddamn now. I don't care. Get me on a plane in the next 20 minutes. I don't care if I stood in this airport for an hour then flew home. Because I was mad. I was scared. You know, I had no idea. Yeah. Finally, homeboy gets like Wi-Fi or something. Well, his phone erupts because he has all these messages from Stevie like, yo, what the fuck? Where, you know, whatever. <laughs> they send somebody to pick us up. Uh, because this place would run anywhere from one to three shows a day. Okay. So they have a guy who's on the third show who's close enough that he can pick us up and make it there in time. So this guy picks us up and was super nice. And so at this point, I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. These are strange. You know what I mean? It's just that, like, distrusting nature of... And already it's not started out great. It's not, yeah, it's not like, started great. And I'm, I'm exhausted. First impressions do mean a lot. Big like, time. And I'm exhausted, and I'm jet-lagged, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. We get in this guy's car. He's super nice. Uh, he had his uh, his girlfriend with him. I think she was a manager. Super great people. Very nice. They go to drive us to this show. We're all going to be on, you know. And they're calming us down, basically. Flat tire. I'm great. like, God damn it. Somehow, I'm... Your, your life is a movie. Do you realize this yet? Yeah. Okay, I just wanted you to know. Also, somehow, I'm the only person in the car that knows how to change a flat tire. So I changed the tire. See, you're the... We all wonder who the main character of the universe is. I think it <laughs> might be fucking you, dude. <laughs> so, uh, change the tire for this guy. Uh, we get to our show, and we meet everybody. Well, they're hesitant to be... You know what I mean? You're meeting new people from a different place. You know, whatever. I'm having trouble with the accents. You know, yeah, I'm like, dude, God damn, some like, of them are... like some of these are real thick, you know, you know, whatever. Um, we get there and they're like, oh, we'll put the Americans together. Just go have a match. We're like, OK, well, what do you want? Um, this one, I, I can't even remember. It was like, you know, you're you're the hero. You're the villain, whatever. I don't remember the finish. Yeah. I remember me and Stevie had never had a match before for that matter, too. We'd always like been in tags and multi-mans. But, uh, so we, we go out there, and there wasn't a good house on this first show, so we're like, oh my god, this is, yeah. what have we got ourselves into, you know, am I still gonna have to be What like, are we even doing? What are we even doing? Yeah. Um, and we had, like, what I thought was a very basic American indie match, like, nothing crazy, no head drops, you know, we're not tagging each other. Yeah. Was not over with that crowd. Didn't get it at all. And one of the things that I do remember we did was uh, there was a guardrail, and I crotched Stevie on it. I was I was the heel. I crotched Stevie on it, like the old Tommy Dreamer type spot, like we fight, fight, fight. Oh, no, I crotch him. Uh, I get in the ring, count him out. He barely gets in, right? Crowd's just not into it. I was like, oh, fuck. That's so you know? crazy how, like, 
certain spots like that just don't get the same reaction with yeah 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 it's it's weird I don't know so we go to the back and guys are kind of like at first a lot of the rosters just giving us the cold shoulder because they were like who the you know they don't know us you know we're showing up late even though that part's not our fault Uh, you know whatever and the boss guy comes up and is like I'm not going to do the accent but he was like oh yeah the Bullock spot that's for blue eyes and I was like I don't know what that means and he repeated it like three times. I was like, the bullocks. But he's like, yeah, you know, with the guardrail, the bullocks. And I was like, when I crotched him on the guardrail, he goes, yeah, that's for blue eyes. And I'm like, bro, I don't. Finally, I was like, wait, babyface? He's like, yeah. And I go, blue eyed babyface. He goes, yeah. And I'm like, and he only goes, villain. And I go, so blue eye and villain. He's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Wait, that's something that the good guys would do? And he's like, yeah. And I go, I don't understand that. In America, like, dropping somebody testicles first onto a steel beam is, like, the meanest thing possible. <laughs> they don't cheer for that. And he just goes, they love it here. And I'm like, That's okay. Insane. But I so, love stuff like that. Payoff to this, the next day, different town, different venue, whatever. We're doing, I think we did two shows on the second day. And I go, okay, well, guy says this is what they like. Well, I'm in a different role. Now I'm the babyface. So I crotch this dude on the top rope. Crowd comes unglued. They absolutely loved it. I'm like, okay. And I used to see Homeboy out of the corner of my eye sitting in like the side area in like a corner just nodding, just mm-hmm. I'm like, alright. So then I like Your uh, life is a movie. I've done this spot before where it's like you you crotch a guy as a heel and you give him a, you pick him up and you drag him like dick first on the rope and it's a rope burn. <laughs> right? Super hokey, you know, whatever. I do that there in that moment. The crowd comes absolutely unhinged for it. They absolutely fucking loved it. I was like, I am the good guy, and I am grinding this man's penis and testicles into powder with the rope. And they are just like, yes! More! Stomp on his balls! Like, CBT! So, yeah. So then, like, um... Not to, like, go on and on about that trip, but, like, uh... We did those two shows that day, and, like, keep in mind, this is day two, and the first day didn't go great, you know, whatever, we're still acclimating ourselves to it, and on the way, in between the first show and the second show, I'm sitting in this van, because you travel in a van with the ring, like a big, like, uh, Hmm. almost like a a small bus, like a church-style van. Yeah. The ring fits in there, and you're sitting in there with it, so some guys have a seat, some guys are just sitting on the padding, you know, whatever. Uh, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I just had this, like, epiphany. I was like, oh, my God. And Stevie's like, what? And I go, it, it's Memphis. He's like, what? And I go, it's Memphis. This this version of wrestling, because Megaslam runs what they call camp shows. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this it's, it's just Memphis. That's what this is. And he's like, holy shit. And I was like, all we have to do is Memphis. So then the rest of the guys in the van, in their British accents, are like, the fuck's Memphis, mate? And I'm like, this is. You, you, you're doing <laughs> Memphis. You just don't know it. <laughs> and so then, like, the rest of the trip was, we were over, like, gangbusters. You is. Like, we got a raise midway through that trip. Like, our, our pay that. got up. Um, the guys all ended up really liking us. So, like, that first day was pretty rough, but after that, it was great. And I remember, like, when I was getting ready to leave to come home, boss was like, hey, can you come back next summer? And I was like, well, maybe. But he wanted me to come back for... Th- like three months and I was like hey man like I don't get me wrong it's not that I don't want to but like you know I I wasn't 
can't. You can't. We, we, I can't do that. Like me and Meg weren't like financially stable enough, especially at that point, for me to be like, "Oh, this two-income house, I'm gonna wire you money in pounds." You know what I mean? Like it just wasn't something that I could be like, gone for three months. On. Yeah. And you know, did it. That was it. Um, you don't unlock your phone. <laughs> I'll read you this not next like one. that one looking at you? Not really. Uh, but I will say, hey, uh, Peter, good to hear from you. Cannot believe that we have fans over there. That's crazy. Uh, tell more people. Let's see. Uh, uh, heads at gmail.com, wowheads at gmail.com. Our next message comes to us from Dakota. And he says... Thoughts on Joey Janela setting himself on fire for a spot with a link to the footage of this. And then it says, P.S. Kino did it better. Twitter told me so. Um, I think it's stupid. The subject on that. Was the subject... Rich? Was it is his WrestleMania? It was his WrestleMania. It was, it was his, his mania. mania. It was that his was mania. his mania. I did um, see that part. Just... My biggest issue with this is, like... Uh, okay, so it's all stupid, right? Like, it, all of it. Yeah. The moment you start taking bumps and getting hit in the head and whatever else, it's all stupid. Man, if you're going to be dumb, like, there there was no safety precautions on that at all. Like, they're pouring half-drank water bottles and, and, you know what I mean? I was, I'm like, dude, like... Also... I'm not what, saying I'm like, not saying to do the stunt. To be honest. Though. Yes. What does the fire add? I, nothing. I mean, if nothing. hit perfectly, his chin is in fire for approximately that long. No matter what, your foot's on fire longer than the person <laughs> you're kicking. Exactly. Unless you douse the person in lighter fluid, like their then chin, light your like, foot, no, no, dude. Like their chin on fire. Then Let super them kick sit them. Sit there with a chin on fire and super kick them. Jesus. Yeah, it's just. Like, no, it's just stupid. It's stupid, but my my bigger my bigger hang up is have a fire extinguisher at that fucking announcer's table yeah. in case. Have a have a fucking blanket. Have a bucket of water. You know, like if you're think gonna, if think you're, if you're think beyond the stunt, thing that you're doing. Exactly. If you're doing a stunt like that, you have to think beyond expectation of catastrophe like you have to think yeah what listen, is the what what is the worst way this goes exactly like let's prepare for that prepare like, for the worst it's a cliche it's a line for a reason it like, means something for me i think one of the things i absolutely love about being on the independence at this point is just the wild west nature of it right like fuck anyone we can Big do time. anything we want you know i don't like corporate shit I don't like there's a line of professional that I love and there's yeah. a line past that that I hate right when it becomes too manufactured but if you're gonna do something like that you need to be like if I were to do this stunt for impact or an AEW like I'm not even gonna say WWE because we know that they won't do that in this day and age but how would this be done there to make sure that I'm fine you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, e- even uh, we covered it on the show, Edge and Foley, when they did the spear through yeah. the flaming table. Bro, there's people there with fire extinguishers with the pins pulled. Immediately. 
and I'm just kind of like, hey man, if you're going to do this set my own foot on fire and kick you spot, have one person at least sitting around with a fire extinguisher, a, a, one of those blankets, something, anything. But most importantly, yes. how fucking stupid of an idea is it? <laughs> like, it's so dumb. Oh, it's profoundly stupid. God. That's so... I've seen What do you less... think is the dumbest one? Of the fire ones? Of the... This ilk. This ilk. Because that weed whacker shit to that guy's nuts last year was... <laughs> While he too was on fire... Somebody was on fire in that. I would have loved if it was a flaming weed whacker. <laughs> Fuck, give me that. <laughs> Holy shit, that'd be fucking awesome. Anyway, um, I saw one where someone had... I just thought of one I want to see so bad, but go on. Someone had a towel, like a like a towel rolled up and like wrapped on their head, soaked in alcohol, I think, or something. They lit it on yeah, fire yeah. and they did a flying headbutt. Fire fucking everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Is in this, the crowd, fucking everywhere. This might be the origin of the phrase, it was his mania. Because I think I've seen this, where it's Mean Mitch Page... It's, it's this big fat fuck. It doesn't matter. Lights is fucking... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's so hard to say out loud. Lights his head on fire and jumps <laughs> off the top rope. And the towel, like, comes off or something. Something here goes bad. There's six people in the crowd. The, the one I'm thinking of, there's six people in the crowd and somebody is walking past the ring while this goes down, like, on his way to go take a bad shit. And he just looks and is like, eh. And just doesn't even break stride. It's a different, this is a different one that I'm thinking of. Oh my god, there's more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of people in the crowd running from this flaming man. <laughs> like, he was fully on fire. Oh and no. Was was too freaked out or whatever to stop, drop, and roll. So he's running in the crowd, and this crowd is running from him. And, and they I've been on fire him. once. You don't think to stop, drop, and roll. All that shit goes after your fucking... Well, I can't imagine. Up, I can't imagine you being a clear enough head. Yeah. What? How, okay, but why were you on fire? Or how, rather? So, me and my friends went through this stage in uh, about '04. <laughs> Probably. Can I just say I love the start? Yeah, I love the start. Probably influenced by Jackass, where we were recreating <laughs> some stunts and doing some stunts, and. Uh, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I bet that if I have enough layers on, we could do something with some fire. <laughs> so I put on five layers of clothing, like long sleeve shirts. And it was basically, okay, we're going to douse your arm in lighter fluid and light it. And just get a shot of you like running down the street like, oh, God, I'm on fire. And then just, if it gets too bad, stop, drop, and roll. Okay. So, uh, I put on all this clothing, and we just emptied a fucking bottle of lighter fluid onto my arm, and it was basically just like, alright, light, oh god, oh god, wait, what, fuck, 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 and it just immediately, like, straight through all the clothes, goes down towards my arm, I'm freaking out, um, we did have some safety precautions in that we had a bucket of water, and, uh, I was like, ah, fuck, 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 stop it, stop it, stop you know, and they throw the water on me, that was it, uh, it didn't get to my arm, but it did uh, burn my hand, my right hand, like, um, basically right here. I'm, okay. I'm motioning towards, like, the bottom of my thumb and the side of my hand. And um, 
how I don't have better or worse scarring from this, I don't know. But uh, I put a bunch of salve and ointment on and was like, okay, you know, like, that was stupid, basically. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I went to bed, and the next day I woke up and I had a burn blister on my hand that was so fucking big. <laughs> and it hurt so bad. I was like, fuck, I don't know what to do. I have no insurance. I have no money, you know, whatever. So I'm just like putting like aloe vera on it or something and like wrapping it in paper towel and gauze and uh, going to work. And after a few days that blister swelled up and it was just this like giant bubble on my hand with some sort of goo inside of it. Right. Oh, oh. it gets worse. God. So I'm looking at it. It's like, I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Like it looks, this thing looks like a toad's back on my hand. Like this is awful. So I'm in the bathroom. I'm taking a shower and I'm like, (laughs) I got to do something. So I just like, put the heel of my left hand up against it, and I was just like, okay, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. And I hit it as hard as I could, and I was like, fuck, and I looked, and it moved the fluid underneath of that skin. But no. it did But it didn't pop it. No. So I was like, what the fuck? So now I had this, like, saggy, bad tit job thing <laughs> on my hand, and I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. But I was like, wait, it, does, it doesn't hurt, because that skin on the outside is, like, dead. So I was like, oh, fuck. So I, like, in the shower, reached out into the medicine cabinet and grabbed a pair of toenail clippers, and I just shredded the skin. Just oh punched holes in it, God, drained dude. the whole thing, cut the skin off, and then rebanded it up, and it ended up healing well enough that I don't have a scar. So Why? But I'm also a wolverine. Why didn't you just get, like, a safety pin and poke it or something? I was freaking out, man. That would have been my first option. I don't know. I don't even know if we would have had a safety pin in that house. You got some sharp. I had toenail clippers. Um, God how did damn, we get that on was, that? That was something. How did we get on that? Being on fire. I've only been on fire once. Stop, drop, and roll. Um, set on fire, headbutt guy. Oh, that's and right. It was his mania. It yes. was no his Joey Janela. That's what it was. And his Joey, fucking yeah, yeah, foot yeah, yeah. shit. We see how we worked it back yeah, there. Yeah, now see we how we worked it back it there. Geniuses. Anyway, um, mm. I know what it was. It was I asked what was the dumbest one you'd seen. Mm. You got on that topic. I said yeah. the fucking weed whacker. Oh, okay. So the, <laughs> when I said, I just thought of one that I would love to see. Have you ever seen a lawnmower uh, race? A lawnmower race? Are you talking about, like, riding lawnmowers? Yeah. Riding mowers? Yeah. No. So this is a real thing. Okay. Um, people would, like, take lawnmowers, like riding mowers, and they would move the, the deck and the blades mm. and hop up the motor, and they would have races at, like, okay. county fairs and shit. Love that. It's so unbelievably dangerous, right? Because yeah. you're on something that's meant to go five miles an hour, and they'll soup them up to where they're going 50. It's so dangerous. Jesus! All I can think of now. Have you seen these? These because I've seen the ones where these dipshit backyarders are getting hit by cars. All I want now is somebody to get hit by one of those racing lawnmowers. Because you know it's just going to be like a battering ram going forty miles an hour straight into your pelvis. Like, I love that, dude. That'd be so funny. Those ones, those guys hitting each other with cars. Holy shit! There's even a GCW. Where someone got hit by a car. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Schlock or something. He was in the match. I know he was. Yeah. But I don't remember who. But just, what are we doing, guys? Dude, this I'll, I'll laugh at anything. It was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> <cool. laughs> 
The one that I always think of, and I can't remember if the the quote unquote promotion, but it's just these guys in the backyard, and you can tell the one guy like knows. Okay, this is scary, dangerous because it's like punch, punch, punch. Looks over there, punch, punch, punch. Staggers back ten or twelve feet. Looks over there, and just out of nowhere, this two door red coupe just fucking smokes this guy. He like jumps, does like an X Pac spinning wheel kick off of it. Yeah. I love it, dude. There needs to be more cars in wrestling. <laughs> there's so there absolutely does. One more of the best, cars in wrestling. One of the best messages we ever covered. The uh, sumo monster truck contest. Yeah, dude. Give us more sumo monster truck challenges on the top of some stadium or whatever. Wrestling does need more car stuff. I love car stuff. Like, Except I for need... when WWE destroys a car, because they always do it in the same fucking way. I don't care. The door came off. I've seen it before. You know what else they always do with stuff like that, though? What? They introduce it at the start of the episode, and the person is like, Wow, I've had this for three seconds. It's my <laughs> most treasured possession. Nothing can replace it. And then by the end of the show, it's destroyed. And they have yeah. to be like, You son of a bitch! You, you shattered that be... thing that I had for less than a minute! You know what would be awesome? Mm. Is if, like, every episode... For a year, fuck it, a year. <laughs> you see, at least at one point, a shot of that wrestler arriving to the venue in that car. Yes. Show me. That's all you need to do. Show me Miz and Maurice arriving in a Tesla every week for a year, and then finally someone. Austin Theory. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Or. Maybe they just wait and the Tesla sets itself on fire because that's the thing that they do now. Fair. I I only said Austin Theory because that's what they're high on right now. I would rather it be almost anyone but Austin Theory. You know what the fucking amazing joke would be? What? Miz and Maurice show up every show for a year in a Tesla. Right. He's feuding with, let's go with Ali. Perfect babyface foil, right? Hell yeah. You've established the Tesla and the importance of the Tesla. Shot of the Tesla burning. Mm. Pan over and it's Ollie and, oh, let's say Adam Pierce. And Pierce just goes, oh my god. I can't believe that that one actually ignited like all those other ones. Well, at least nobody's inside to get hurt. And Ollie just goes, what? No, I did that. <laughs> That's it. You don't get to blame... Amazing. You don't get to blame John Elon Musk for that. Uh, fuck. You yeah, know, anything else? I feel like we're at a pretty good time right now. It is... Brother, it like, is like, 3... Like yeah. It is 3.15 in the a.m. Goddamn, man, why? I'm supposed to get up and lift before I go to work tomorrow. Why did you do that? You're the one who suggested, by the way. Oh, I know. And I don't work tomorrow. I'm dedicated to the art and the craft of this podcast. You're dedicated to the bitch. I'm dedicated to the people. You're right. I'm dedicated to the people, too. So, that, Which is why we did this. And you know what? But I do want to say... It's going to be one of them ones. It's going to be one of them ones. I do want to say, by the way, thank you to everybody who wrote in. Uh, keep it coming. Spread the word. Wowheads at gmail.com. W-A-W-Heads at gmail.com. Write us in, please. And you know what? We could plug our stuff, or you could just listen to one of the other episodes, and uh, you guys can do it for us. Get off your lazy asses, you fucking pig people. Jesus Christ! Fuck you. Eat it up. What are we doing?